What up, Snapback fam? On this episode of the Snapback Sports Pod, the major news is in. We are officially sponsored by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is the premier app to play fantasy sports, to play Pick'em, to play a bunch of different things. We're going to talk about it all, but shout out to Underdog for trusting us, becoming part of our community, sponsoring the Snapback fam. I just have so much hype for them so many nice words i can't get it all out in the intro but you'll hear a lot more about this but thank you underdog underdog is now part of the snapback fam snapback fam please welcome the underdog family also on this episode we obviously talk nba we talk a lot of nba and we talk some more nba so listen in fam snapback fam new app the baltimore ravens select Lamar Jackson. I'm a rave. His own. All year. Every year. Jackson takes it himself. Oh! He broke his ankles! A collapse! Oh, blocked by James! Auburn's gonna win the football game! Auburn's gonna win the football game! For the Philadelphia Eagles, the long drought is over. Bryant put the jumper. What up, fam? I'm your host, Jack Settleman. Joining me today, and as always, my co-host and longtime best friend, Abe Granoff. Abe, what is on your mind today? What's the weather like in New York right now? It was beautiful yesterday, and then I'm glad you asked. I know I, it was just supposed to be a short answer, but I'm going to bring up something on my mind. Ordered Uber Eats this morning. Didn't feel like getting out of bed. Felt like a lazy Sunday heading into. Masters. I woke up and it was. I woke up and it was pouring rain. And it was just marvelous. It was like I woke up and I thought, wow, what a day to record a podcast and then do nothing but stare at beautiful landscaping on the television. Exactly. And so my window stuff isn't open. And so whatever, I fired up Uber Eats, order it. And then they're like, do you want to tip extra today? (laughs) You thought. Uh, It's raining. And like that that was their justification. Yeah, no. and And then they put raindrops on the screen. It's like. Armand is navigating the rain so you don't have to get wet. Like it's it's the it's the notification on the Uber Eats. I'm like, why are you trying to make me feel bad right now? You should be like, damn, blah, blah, blah. damn, that's crazy. Armand doesn't have an umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Armand. Yeah. So what's on your mind? Yeah, just I love rainy Sundays and just staring at green on the television and the Masters. And once we stop recording this, I think the final grouping is teeing off like right now or they just did. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to lay on the couch for the next four hours and then, you know, do Sunday. Do Sunday right. Mm -hmm. All right, cool. Well, uh, let's just kick it off then with the big announcement, Abe. This is not the announcement of the announcement because the announcement of the announcement was set up for this moment. There were way more than one announcement of announcement of announcements. Yeah. But now we have the actual announcement. So are you ready? You want me to play stupid? Uh, Yeah, you can play stupid. Yes, Jack, I'm on the edge of my seat. (laughs) What is it? Are you teaming up with ESPN? No, we, the Snapback Sports Pod and Snapback Sports and anything attached to the media brand is now partnered Whoa, watch with... watch that, watch that M word. <laughs> media, uh, attached with the brand is now partnered with Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy, Abe, continue to play stupid for me. What's Underdog? <laughs> underdog is, it's actually the most fun uh, fantasy app and it's not just a fantasy app they have pick them as well so there's like a few game modes but i'll tell you this i know you're gonna love this you like playing fantasy football obviously correct 
But are you familiar with the best ball format? No, Jack. What's the best ball format? I, this one, you don't have to play dumb. Do you know what best ball is? No, Jack. What's the best <laughs> ball format? Best ball, you draft your team, but you don't have to set your lineup, and there's no free agency, which I love because I hate Sunday morning and having to check my shit. So they have best ball, pick them, over under, how many players or how many points a player is going to score, rivals. So we're going to get to do – so I was talking to the underdog people – um, you, mean also Nick, po- you mean Nick Foles <laughs> and Lane Johnson? <laughs> um, and we're going to get to create our own pickums and rivals based off stuff we talk about on the podcast. So, like, we're going to be able, like, instead of, you know, we used to do the people's parlay. Now we're going to be able to create, like, Trubisky, uh, like, Wentz. And like fade them all heading into oh Sunday. Oh my god! Yeah. I was like, where? Like, I was like, where are you going with this lineup? Yeah, this sounds like no, murderers row. And like we can do if the Knicks Sixers play. We can, so it's going to be really cool and integrate. And the audience who listens to this every episode is going to be able to. What does this yeah. mean for the future of Snapback Sports, Jack? <laughs> I don't know what this means for the future of Snapback Sports. I just think it's the biggest partnership we've ever had to date. Um, you like to make fun of me, so I'll just throw it out there. I'm also assuming the title, uh, as given to me by them, the head of winning at Underdog. So, that is just blasphemy. Yeah. Uh-huh. That is just bullshit. <laughs> Can I be the head of losing? <laughs> we might we might be able to work on that. But yeah, so I'll be the head of winning. Uh, winning with what? That. Oh my, I'm going to puke. <laughs> I'm already out on Underdog. <laughs> I knew you would love that. I knew you would love that. Are you going to put that on your like your LinkedIn, your Twitter bio? Oh, yeah. Oh, head, of, head of winning. Head of winning. We, we also tossed around chief winning officer. We tossed around a bunch of different options, but we, we land around head of winning. I'm actually getting like food poisoning. Just You know, just... like Kanye, he's like the creative director at Adidas. He doesn't actually work there, but like that's like his title. Okay, well, if you can just pull these titles out of your ass, then yeah. I'm doing that as well. Okay. And I, I'm gonna you want to put... be the head of losing? Um, I would like to be the head of spinning. Spinning. Just spinning okay. things. Like spinning shit around. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, code, once again, is Jack. Cause it's short. Is it an app? If your name, if your if your name was uh, Abe, it would be more convenient. But Abraham is just too tough. They don't want to do nicknames. Jack, obviously. is it an app? Yeah, it's a mobile app. I think Android as well, and they can play in Canada, baby. And this is this one is Eagle said, baby. Stock up, Eagle said. Forty states can play the whole thing. Or can play fantasy, and then like thirty-seven or thirty-three can play the pick'em also. So more, uh, more than just like a legal sports betting, because we play fantasy at Underdog. So we're kicking it off. I'm going to Lakers Knicks tomorrow. Our little brothers couldn't really handle them last night. No, obviously. they could not. They could not. But I noticed that. I'm sure we'll be able to. So, anyways, we'll be doing a ton of giveaways. We're actually going to be doing a ton of cool shit. I tried to get Abe to come up to the game with me tomorrow to launch the partnership, but um, schedule you know, is duty not calls. Duty, calls, duty calls. Duty calls. Uh, duty calls. Head of losing but, has has some responsibilities <laughs> elsewhere. Uh, all right. Well, that leads into my stock up. Stock up this podcast. We got a title sponsor, baby. We finally yeah. did it. I see in the background there, number one on the charts. Hopefully, we can get back there. But now we're gonna do it with the Underdog Snapback so. Sports Podcast, brought to you by underdog fantasy there we go there we go all right it just feels like when you can say brought to you by you like it's it. like right 
It's you like it. it's like you're the head of winning. You're, you're brought to you by. You got a lot of good things going. So, stock up, us. I'm always up for that. Uh, my first stock up. I had it written down. Hold on. <laughs> it's in my phone. Oh, mediocrity. Okay. Uh, I've been seeing a lot of campaigns for Steph Curry for MVP. And I was like, okay, he's balling. He's playing out of his mind. On what planet do we start campaigning for guys to win MVP when their team is four games under 500? And I know that you probably believe Steph should be considered MVP, but what is he valuable towards? Well, this, I mean, this is the classic 25, value. three games under 500. I apologize. This is, this is the classic uh, value versus you know, stats. Best player. Like, no. If, if Steph no, Curry, no. What do you mean? No, Steph Curry's value. Like, if you remove Steph Curry from the Warriors, they're the worst team in NBA history, probably. And if you and add if, them, it, they're not a playoff team. Well, they're still kind of. They're the 10th on the seed. Pre- well, that's the playing game this but year. But, like, if, if, if Steph Curry can be a MVP candidate, why not Julius Randle? He should be. And that's been spoken about many by MSG Why not? I'm, I'm, I'm comparing, MSG. like, the 8 to the yeah. 10. Why no, not Zach think, Levine? Because, yeah, uh, he they're not that good. And look at the wins. And also, he has, he has much better pieces around him. Does he? Eh, not really. Now he they does. They got boosts, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, all right. Fair point. If you're campaigning fair. for Steph Curry to win the most valuable player of the NBA this year, I will... I will gladly hand you the title of head of losing. <laughs> you will, you can gladly. How often that are title. you going to try and give away your title? Just too often. I can. Only yeah, imagine. I'm going to take yours a lot. Okay. Yeah. All right. All I right. might actually right. just like put head of winning in my bio. <laughs> like, who's going to contact me? You know. <laughs> like, you, like people don't realize. Like, my bio on Twitter says co-host slash doctor of the Snapback yeah. Sports Pod. It's the internet. You do whatever you want. <laughs> Who gonna tell me anything? <laughs> So, um, all right, stack up number two for me is win-win situations. You know, I obviously, obviously, winning is the theme of the podcast. But let's just ha- let's just have this conversation. Play- you can play silly with me again, Abe. Um, the Lakers beat the Nets without LeBron and AD. Yeah, they did. What What's that mean? Because I see a lot of trolling. I see smoking the Nets pack. So now I'm just curious. It means to me that Kevin Durant can't win without superstar teammates. Okay, so that's your angle on it. But what about the fact that people are, like, I, I'm seeing a little bit about, wow, they crushed them without uh, AD and LeBron. Wait till they come back. Right. Are we going to have that same energy if the Lakers are down 2-0 in the series about how this is the greatest super series? team ever? In the NBA Finals. With which teams? The Nets and the Lakers. No, we will, not, we will, not, have that, we will not have that conversation because gotcha. that's just the dumbest thing All I'm ever. saying is, wow. once again. All right, Eagleson. Champs. James Wiseman out for the rest of the season. Wow. Steph Curry, MVP. Yep, maybe if, if they get to Stock 500. <laughs> but, um, but seriously, this feels like another classic I do want to talk about issue. the Nets for a second. What does it – all right, so all, all year the, the big thing around the Nets was obviously they're dirty – but can they play defense? They'll score 125 with their eyes closed against you when they're at full strength, but can they play defense? What does it mean about, what does it say about the Nets last night when you see a player, and this is directly to you because of how you feel about Andre Drummond as a basketball player. 
when he's out there looking like Hakeem Olajuwon against the Brooklyn <laughs> Nets, what does that say about the Nets defensively? What does that say when they have to potentially um, go against Giannis? Or no, yeah. in the first round they would have to go against uh, oh Mitch maybe Mitch um, or Bam if depending on where they go, and then Giannis and then Embiid. If they're getting cooked like that with Andre Drummond, does and this is like now I'm being serious. Like, is there any part of you <laughs> that's like a little hesitant? Like, oh shit! Like, all right, maybe their flaws are that exposed, and it really could be detrimental to them. No, <laughs> no. I, I think simple all as that. The, no, I just think all the talk is out there. They haven't played together. Are the injuries gonna you know solve themselves? Everyone knows they are weak defensively in the middle of the of the paint. Like that is their flaw. And no, with James Harden, Kyrie Irving, Kevin Durant full strength, no. I really do not worry that that team will be able to hang 150 on you at at a moment's notice. So, no. But I mean, look, there's a, like I said, everyone knows that these top offenses don't tend to win. So, I I think when I say I'm not worried, it's just like that's not going to change. Like, I think that's what people are looking for. They're looking for that to change. Right. And at this point, I'm just like, no. My bet is that they'll be one of the first teams ever who just has a great offense, not a great defense, right. to go far. I don't think they fix the defensive struggles, which is what everyone wants to see. Like, they don't have the pieces for it. No. They didn't make moves the for playoffs, it. So. And the playoffs more than ever are, not more than ever, are so hyper-focused on, it's almost as if putting talent on paper really doesn't matter because it comes down to a seven-game series, adjustments, and matchups. And I'm just saying, with the Nets and those potential matchups that they're facing with Embiid, Giannis, big dominant forces down low, can on paper... I mean, listen. With these three guys, Kyrie, Harden, and Kevin Durant, I, I cannot argue you saying yes, but how much can on paper talent over overplay their flaws which is clearly defense and interior presence and don't get me wrong it could like they're yeah, that dirty that, yeah so, that's so just what all you right think about. Let, let's say the nets can put up 120 130 in a playoff series every game night in night out sixers get me to 125 points with your current roster and i'm giving Embiid 40 a night starting baseline Joel Embiid scores 40 points tobias 25 20. 25 for the series. Well, let's find out. Let's find out how many uh, points. He's per at game. like 20, 21 points per game. So you want to bump that to 25? Well, I'm, okay, I'm sure. checking how many. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The Sixers yeah, yeah. average 114 points a game. Right. Brooklyn. Okay. Wow. Milwaukee's actually ahead. Milwaukee's at same shit. 118.9 yeah. and Brooklyn's at 118.7. Okay. So so get me to 125, 130 per game. If you're going to sit here and like expect me to just like do math on the top no, of my pull out head. your calculator. I'm a, I'm going to run through it with you because I'm trying to – I want to see Go. something. You know what? The, so Embiid 40, right? That's, so yeah, 40 that plus sense. Tobias 25. I was going to say 35, but okay. Okay. Simmons, what's what's he? what can you count on him? 15? <laughs> right? I, I, and that's what I'm uh, saying. I mean, it's just been, a, it's been, it's, it's been a, a tale of three seasons between – it's been so inconsistent offensively this year. So, But is 15 too crazy? I was going to say 16. Okay, all right, 16 That's points. around his average. Ferk? I mean, if FK30 <laughs> is on. Let's, let's go. I mean, we'll give yeah, Ferk. Seth. Okay, Seth. It all depends on the yeah. – Just start adding Seth, up. I'm trying 15. to see. Okay. I'll give Shake 
14. I'll give okay. Danny Green 11. Okay. I'm going to give everyone double digits. Just so. Clearly. <laughs> I see that. Um, I see that. I'll give Dwight 8. Okay. I'll give uh, Mike Scott negative six because okay. he's just the worst. I'm already at like 130. I don't know what you want me to okay. do. All right. Well, how many more player? How many players will play I mean, in the series? I mean, Matisse it's got to be the and... five, and I think Matisse, Furkan, Shake, and Dwight. That'll right. Be it. So you named and them maybe all. George and Hill. To... And maybe George Hill. But but look, you got to 130, right? Yeah. And that was that was giving everyone maximum output. No, it wasn't. Yeah, I I let you start with a baseline of 40 for Joel Embiid. <laughs> And I think you said Danny Green, like, 11 points, which is 3x what he's probably going to average in a playoff series. Danny Green, anyway. that, that's the live. So I'm because I'm so immersed in LeBron Twitter, I'm so immersed in Lakers Twitter in general. And the past, like, so Danny Green, I'm not sure if you know, has just been absolutely lights out. Mm-hmm. I also met him the other day. So I, you do the math on that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's like, of course, Danny Green doesn't make a single shot and then goes. He's, like, shooting 43% from three this year. Something ridiculous. So, I think it's safe to say we can write him in for, like, you know, the Danny Green game in the playoffs where he's, like, (laughs) seven of nine from three and, like, 25. So, But also the 0 for seven. I'm not worried. Like, those are both written. I'm not worried. All right, so point is here, it's not easy to get to 130 points per game. And at full strength, I I think the Nets can easily do that. Aldridge, Blake, but is it Nick easier Claxton. getting to 130 points when you're playing such a Swiss cheese defense in the Brooklyn Nets? Yeah, that's that's what I was factoring in. So we'll see. We will. We'll we see. shall see. We'll see. I'm up, right? Yeah. Go for uh, my second stock up is innovation. Uh, Ooh. I, you a coffee guy? No, no. never had it. Uh, I was never a coffee guy before I graduated college, and then I started working full time, and whatever. I'm addicted. Um, and I'm totally, no matter, I don't care if it's six degrees outside, I don't care if it's 140 degrees outside, always team iced coffee over hot coffee. Why would I want to pour a hot cup of coffee when I want my coffee and wait 10 minutes? You know what I mean? For it to cool Mm -hmm. down. So I had a little leftover coffee the other day and I put it, I poured it in an ice tray and put it in the freezer and I had coffee ice cubes this morning, cooled down my coffee, didn't water down the coffee um so yeah if you want to add head of innovation to my title at at underdog uh we can work with that too it was just a great idea on my part and i highly suggest you coffee drinkers you iced coffee enthusiasts you take your leftover coffee one day you put it in an ice maker and you save it for the next day interesting all right i was looking for some tie to sports on our sports podcast but nothing nothing okay all right cool um all right Stock down, number one. Once again, I'm, I don't have many stock downs. I don't know if that's the positivity in me, the the brightness. Um, I was going to do stock down the haters, you know, the whole speck of dust thing that we've gone through. Um, because, once again, just want to say, use code JACK, head of winning, underdog fantasy. Mobile app nice download. Plug, nice plug, nice plug. My first stock down is the NBA regular season. I'm getting bored. I really am. It's like after the All-Star break. Didn't I call this it's like, a month ago? Right, after the All-Star break, it's like, okay, those first two weeks back are fun. Like you see who bounces back after the All-Star break. Then you have the trade deadline. Then teams kind of settle in after the trade deadline. You like to see who's going to be an impact player and then the buyout market. And then now there's this like, what do we have left? Like a month maybe? It's like moving day for like a month. It's, yeah, it's a month. And I'm just like like so bored. Like, yeah, like, it's where you get on 2K, and, 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 fast forward. And it, and it, like, and it sucks because, like, 
the Sixers are actually in like a, a playoff, I mean, a seeding race that it's like kind of important determining on matchups based off how much of a difference there are between the top three teams in the East and the bottom five. Um, so it, it's important in my opinion, and I have to like want to care. I'm just like getting bored. I really am. I just want to like get to the playoffs and, and get it going. Like it feels like the Nets just and need... Sixers are going to go like seven and three over each ten game stretch till the end, and then it'll come down. Speaking to like of the last, speaking week. of the next seven or something, I just saw a tweet. This I don't know if this like ever happens. The Sixers' next seven games in a row are all on national TV. Really? Yeah, that's weird, right? Look at you guys, yeah. I don't know what national television's defined as like I, NBA I, TV. One of the, I know, I know, one of them might be NBA TV or something, which yeah. I don't really consider that national. T- I consider it ESPN and TNT or ABC. That's ESPN. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> he's plugging. He's plugging Disney stock right now. Yeah, they own both. All right, uh, snake it because my second stock down leads into sure, sure, sure. My second stock down. Oh, dude, sorry, no sports on this one. Apple, the the company, it's actually goddamn criminal what they do. So I, so you know how like you used to buy phones outright, but now you just like have monthly plans and you pay it off over a certain amount of time. Mm-hmm. So I have like the, I used to give a shit about having the newest iPhone when I was little, and now I like I don't even know what I have. I think I have the ten. You're holding yep. like the seventeen or whatever they're at. Yeah, I think I have the ten, and I just finished paying it off the monthly, the last monthly payment. Like, two weeks ago, mm-hmm. my phone is so shit now. All the apps mm. close out by themselves. Like, it's slow. It's just, Love like, it's, it's bullshit. It's actually criminal what they do. It's like, I don't want to go and buy a third six camera on, on the back of my phone just to get the new phone. Like, it's just ridiculous what they do. And it's so – they do it also when new phones come out, too. But I've just noticed, and I was trying to put the pieces together. I was like, wait, I just finished my phone payment. And, like – Tim Cook can sit up there and say, oh, no, that has nothing to do with it. Da, 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 da. Bullshit. No, nah, they, they're in a class action lawsuit. Bullshit. They admitted to it. Dude, it's actually absurd. And now I'm like, you know what they do, right? It's not, it had nothing to do with you paying off your phone. They update the iOS and the old phones can't, like, they create this really um, high powered iOS that is meant for the new phone. And then it, like, auto downloads essentially. It's actually criminal what they do. Like, yeah. I. No, like, there is a class action lawsuit. I am so comfortable having this phone for the next four years of my life as long as it functions properly. And now I'm sitting here, it's like, do I really have to go get a new freaking phone now? It's absurd. Yeah, the move, if you can, is just swallow the iPhone upgrade program, and then you just upgrade every year when the new phone comes out. So you're always going to be paying the 30 bucks or... It's like like something a month or whatever. Yeah, yeah. On top of your Um, cell phone plan in general. yeah. But I was like, hype, I got that email, like your automatic payment, whatever. And I yeah. was like, wow, it went down like a lot of money this month. And I'm like, oh, cool, I finally paid it off. I think it was like two years or something I've had this yeah. phone. Everything doesn't work now. It's just ridiculous. It's tough. It's bullshit. It's tough. Abe's, Abe's struggling. I was just pissed. Like, <laughs> it's not even like a I actually, funny piss. Like I actually, the second my phone would expire when i was little i would rush to my mom like i need the new phone this one's not yeah, working like, i think i would actually like lie about like what didn't work and now that i'm mature and don't give a shit about like tangible stuff and, and stuff like that it's like you like you like non-fungible items exactly exactly and <laughs> yeah, now i'm right. gonna have to oh, whatever all right stock down number two 
people who pushed the panic button on R.J. Barrett, people who said this 19-year-old kid who didn't make first-team all-rookie, even though he averaged 15, 5, and 3 as a 19-year-old, was number three in the draft, and comes out and plays eight games into the NBA season, and then people are questioning. They're asking on Monday Mailbag, do we got to hit the panic button on R.J. Barrett? Is R.J. Barrett a bust? Send him to the G League? My God. Eagles said, do me a flavor, Flav. <laughs> Go back to the to the Monday mailbag or a lot of episodes. It was I think it was early in this NBA season because RJ came out struggling, right? Struggling. Go back to the episode right in the beginning of the NBA season and find the point where Jack hit the panic button on RJ Barrett because he was totally one of those people. And like very, 100%. very quickly too. No, no, no. It was... It, like, I was that's... shocked. You of all people. I was... Not because you're a Knicks fan, because, like, I feel like sometimes, obviously, you way more than me are, like, rational when it comes, right. and you're just like, mm. okay, it's been a week. Like, chill out. We're well, that's the thing. It's It was a push of the panic button. But the panic button... I think you pounded means... it. No, but, but that means we're on red alert, meaning this needs to change and change fast. And you know what happened? It changed. We smacked that button. Fast. And this kid is playing out of his mind, eating John Moran in the clutch like baby food. I mean, just, just, and it led to a tweet that you didn't fancy initially, but you fancied it after. So we will discuss. Does this one, two, three from the 1920 draft, Zion Williamson, the John Moran, are 1920, 19, like, the oh, season 2019, is 2020. Yeah, I thought yeah, you yeah. meant literally no. the year 1920. <laughs> I don't think the NBA existed, honestly. No. Yeah, no, uh, Zion, I, the NBA didn't John. start until the year 2000. That's also true. When they actually Zion, Ja, RJ. Zion, Most Jha. potential one, two, three ever. And, and to be the best. It is a little skewed because when I say potential, like no one else really has potential like because this. Because it's all so, kind of solidified. Right, right. So... I guess the question is, let's discuss, could this be the best one, two, three? And then I hear people talking 03 and and 84, which is Jordan, uh, Hakeem, and I think Bowie, maybe. Yeah. And then Darko was the one in between between. between Mello and, and, or was it Mello? It was LeBron, it was Bron, Darko, Mello. I think Wade went four and Bosch went five. Yeah, okay. But I don't think that you can include those two draft classes based off what this question entails which it's not to say like take the three combine them all i'm talking about like the floor on all three being could they all be superstars potentially so what 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 was your take on this could this be the best one two three ever i saw your tweet and i I almost like threw my phone against the wall (laughs) just like why is jack just stirring the pot on twitter right now and then I, I was like, all right, I'm just going to fire back and just shut him down real quick. And I went literally through every draft class. I was like, you know what? Like, this is not the most far-fetched thing to think of. Um, I said to you, I was like, you can argue LeBron, Darko, Mello. But, like, because Darko's in the middle, they're like, yeah, Bron and Mello are two obviously first bout Hall of Famers. And nobody knows if what the rest of these guys' career will look like. So does that two overpower the three? probably but that's not the question you know what i mean like when i when i was looking at all these draft classes it was it was there were two studs or one stud taken and then there was one botch and then Mm -hmm. there's like one guy from like four to eight where it's just like how the hell didn't he go in the top three yeah when looking back on 
all the draft classes. The one to seriously argue, and the closest one is Ben Simmons, Brandon Ingram, and Jalen Brown. Three already all-stars. Um, ben a multiple-time all-star. Jalen and Brandon won. And three players that are on a good trajectory and far as far as their career. But, I mean, Zion is just Zeus. <laughs> he is a mythical creature. Like the other day where I said... How- I told you that and you didn't believe me. I said, Scalabrini said to me, he's a combination between Thanos and Hulk and grown Thanos and Hulk and grown men fear him. And you said, oh, well, wait till he sees Joel Embiid. And then I texted him. Well, you that's also like, not fair because he played point guard, <laughs> which just defies science. And like, Yeah, you're right. It was the best defender in the NBA was on him. And I said to you, thank you for that title, giving Ben that title. Um, and winning. I said to you, like, I don't even care that Zion just dragged his nuts down Broad Street across Philadelphia. He is literally God. I love him. So between Zion, Ja, and RJ, I mean, now that RJ is kind of on the on the, if they can all three continue the trajectory they're on, Zion will be a multiple multiple MVP. Ja will obviously be that too, and RJ will be the second best player on the Knicks for the rest of his life. But anyway, um, why are we getting Kawhi? Yeah, <laughs> Julius, that? Julius. Ah, uh, uh, um, so it's really not a far fetched thing to say, and I think. I looked at your replies too, and it's like everyone was like, "Wait, what?" And then they you do your research, and it's like, "Oh shit!" But I think the only like, one that you can I argue- think it was also the shock factor of like me. Most people you come to my Twitter, and it's like I try and fire up. Like you know me better. A lot of the followers don't right. fully get it, so they don't know what I'm like digging for. And I think you you thought I was digging, but it real and maybe I was. No, you and really I was just kind of hoping really, other people legitimately were not. It was like real. Right. <laughs> Unless Rare you occurrence. actually tweeted it with the intent of digging and you, like you just hit you just got lucky and you're like, Struggle. wait, maybe I'm yeah. right. All these But like the only one you can argue man. that has the potential to go it depends on how everyone's career ends up is Simmons, Ingram, and Jalen Brown. Because they're all three yeah. are both all three are solid players in the NBA right now. It's just like where what will they do next? Yeah, I would say the O three is the best right now because Darko has a championship, which just kind of puts him above Right, oh, Sam. if we're doing resumes, like when you're putting that stuff in, then maybe you can do you can look into other draft classes. I was just looking yeah. on like essentially just talent, actual talent. player. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right, well, we'll see. Um, but RJ Barrett, kid looks good. Yeah, he does. Okay, all yeah, right. Does. That was enough for me. All right, fam, we're gonna take a quick break. After the break, your most out of pocket NBA take, which is just if you listen to this podcast, it's just Abe spewing again. What the hell, internet graphic, the Masters, and we'll hear from Eagleson on school. All right, fam, we are back. Here we go. The most out of pocket NBA take that you actually will stick by, which we know that Abe just sticks by like everything he says. So um, I guess we'll start off with you. I don't really have any out of pocket takes. Because, <laughs> like I said, totally I, I all believe I believe every single one of them. Where do I start? Holy shit! Okay, um, I don't see. I, I don't think it's out of pocket to say that the the players that Jordan played with in that era. I do not understand how you can compare them to these freaks. Look at Zion Williamson. Please look at him as a human being. And tell me that those guys back then, 
Like, do you watch? Do you watch? Ever watch clips of Magic Johnson dribbling? I'm not. Yeah. Listen, I'm not going yeah. at Magic Johnson. He's like dribbling it out in front of him. Like, it it blows my mind that. And, and this goes back to the whole you can't compare errors things, er, errors like conversation. Well, you can. You just gotta watch. And like, if you know what basketball looks like, these athletes nowadays are such freak of natures that to say that any of these guys couldn't dominate in that era oh hand checking shut up all right i don't care that there was hand checking oh they are NBA soft shut up all right just look at with your eyeballs your two eyes and as a man how can you say that these players wouldn't okay. have dominated back then all right so my response to that is always so when when do you start it i told you the nba started uh, i don't know 2000s Early okay. 2000s. So, so Anthony. It just keeps, right. it, so, so, it, not Anthony. Allen Iverson. In today's game, he's not good. No, he's Kyrie. He's Kyrie. Yeah. But he's short. And and he's not athletic. He's not an athletic freak like these new point guards are, where they're all, according to you, by that logic, they're bouncier, they're quicker, they're faster, they're are better they shooters. Not? I'm asking you. So, you're telling me Allen Iverson's. Allen Iverson is Isaiah Thomas. Current or Isaiah no, Thomas? No, he's Kyrie. He's Kyrie Irving, but but four inches shorter and can't finish like Kyrie Irving, and his handles so aren't. When is Allen Iverson four, four inches shorter than Kyrie Irving? He's one hundred percent. How tall is Kyrie? Because Allen Iverson's six, six foot. Three. What the? F- Allen Iverson's six foot. My actual anus. Kyrie Irving is a, six two, and that's definitely with and, shoes on. And and Allen Iverson is six foot. My, you're talking about just watch. Allen Iverson is not six feet tall, bro. I, may, I don't know. You may be in the program. What do you mean you don't? Okay, so if so if Allen Iverson's six foot in the program and Kyrie's six two, what does that say? He's not six two in the program. He's at least six three in the program. And I Allen just Iverson's, googled it. It says six two. That's Google, bro. I'm, we're talking about the program. Go what to the program? Nets game. Go to the Nets game. Get the pro- all right. So I would go so to a I, Nets game, but Kyrie's gonna run his mouth and get ejected like he did last so, night. All right. So let's let's continue down this path. Uh, Allen Iverson still is Kyrie Irving or Chris Paul, whichever one you can pick. Okay. Michael Jordan played against Allen Iverson. Yeah, at the at the beginning of Allen Iverson's career and the tail end of Jordan's. Right. Okay. So so what so all right. So what at what point in AI's career did he start playing against athletes? I don't know where you're were, going with this. No, it just never makes any sense. Yeah, I understand. There's said, not much consistency. My point is like, listen, I'm not saying the NBA officially started no no but just because, look at the generalization as a group of players no and how it's can because you not... it, in in 4k and it's I'm better quality graphics. it's higher quality graphics so you take guys think pants. you know this is why i don't wear pants I'm taking my pants you guys off. think that for whatever reason who's just you guys, guys uh, you millennials oh, you gen, you're younger you than gen, me you gen alphas <laughs> i how many times you follow worldwide Wob on twitter of course okay how many 36-second clips of Thunder Jazz has he posted in his grainy, you know, off-the-iPad shit? What is that? Why does he do that? I, it's like his thing. It's like his thing. Is it like his brand or is it like actually yeah, just like yeah, technical? Yeah, because okay. he's trying to be first, so he's recording off the screen. Ugh. How many of those 36-second clips where the guy hits the side of the backboard, can't dribble, Oh, you're kicks finding the ball? one. Okay, Jack. That's my point. Jack, That's my point. I got, you got to watch some of these clips from back then. It's Abe, actually night I, and day. Tell me how LeBron James, with J.J. Barea guarding him, doesn't score every single time. What do you, now what are you trying to get into? I'm just saying, like, the comparisons of, like, LeBron would score every time down the floor, which is what you 
Jen Alfred. Well, no, he's not. A, well, he's going to end up with the most points of all time as a non-scorer, which is just impressive <laughs> in itself. So I don't think it's out of pocket to say. It just say, makes no sense because, like, people – Jordan and Kobe played against each other, and Kobe then ran the league for six years. Look at these freaks of nature nowadays and how they're built. Even in so, the, you're, so, so you're now asking me to, to cross off, like, the first 10 years of LeBron James' career. No, I'm not. There wasn't, there, wasn't, there wasn't Giannis 10 years ago. You're right, but there was – I can't think of anyone that's even close to Giannis. Right. So it's like, it never makes sense. People want to say, okay, so it's 2001. But Allen Iverson was – There's no, there's no one year. The point is that these guys today are all products of test tubes and would absolutely destroy the competition back then. Absolutely. So, so LeBron has gotten better to stay where he is? I don't – what, what is that question? Well, you're saying, right? So, like, he was the best player in the league in 20, 2009, let's say, right? And 10, 11, 12, 13, okay. 14, right. 15, 16, okay. 17, but, 18, So, when did the 19, test two guys... And 21. When did the test two guys come in? Because So, you're telling me LeBron just has gotten so much better to keep up with these new guys yes. who have raised... You didn't know he spends, like, a million dollars on his body? <laughs> you didn't know that? <laughs> My most out-of-pocket NBA take that I stick by, Stephen Curry is the most important offensive player in NBA history. Huh. Elaborate. He, like, it, it, it would be weird because to say Because of the best. gravitational pull that he has? Yeah, it's insane. But what, and then, okay, so how do you compare him he, to the likes of a guy like Kevin Durant? Kevin Durant? Yeah, what's super, the difference there? Superstar score, but... There's always been, and like you mentioned, there's concerns. Him as a playmaker, not yeah, as a you saw that alley to Claxton last night? Th- that was Did you see the whole 50-second mm-hmm. clip? Mm-hmm. Dude was throwing bounce passes at guys' ankles. That'll lead me into my next out-of-pocket take. Yeah. Continue. So, so he's just not a passer like Steph is. And obviously LeBron's a better playmaker than Steph. But you, it, it changed forever when you had to guard Stephen Curry 40 feet from the basket, mm-hmm. double team it. Like that, I think that's the funniest thing is, like you said, maybe it's because he's a non scorer, maybe because he can score at every level, but not at an elite level at any level, really. But LeBron James, like, doesn't, like, you don't double team him right away. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He crosses half court. You, like, you pr- maybe you should. But at the <laughs> same time, I think, you know, try actually, that, there's, hear me out. There's a and this is not a LeBron stand type thing. It's just like something that just popped in my head. I think there's a when you're talking about gravitational pull and you say Steph Curry warrants that. Is it fair to say that LeBron has that same type of gravitational pull but towards the other four players on the court because of how yeah. good of a playmaker is? That's how For sure. So it can yeah, go no, hand this in isn't hand knocking like this isn't knocking Bron down. I'm just saying I watch a basketball game like you said, watch the game. And no one's ever needed to be guarded, potentially doubled 40 feet from the basket, and just what it does for everything. And on top of that, it's not like, you know, they double-team him and he doesn't still get 30. He does. Um, And so that's my take. I have to give a shout-out to Damon Rangula, who had quite possibly the most woke take of all time on Twitter last night. And Damon, I am in. At 12.04 midnight last night, so... He could have had a few adult beverages. He probably just finished watching the Nets get beat by 25. He tweeted, Kevin Durant, without all NBA teammates, which 
we all discussed we discussed last episode he doesn't have any rings is Christian Wood I'll I'll sit back and listen I don't I get the sentiment okay I don't see any Christian Wood in Kevin Durant's game they're both long Seven foot crossover, snipe you in the mouth, game winning three dagger NBA Finals MVP. But can't make a can't be a playmaker. That we can talk about. Christian Wood, I think that was that would have been a ten x stock up on Christian Wood more so than hating on Durant. There's just no similarities there. But is Kevin Durant a playmaker? Not elite, definitely not elite. Does he ever have to be? Nope. Why? Because like you just said. he doesn't have any rings. He's just walked his way to championships. My most out-of-pocket NBA take that I'll stick by then off of that, Le Durant, what do they call him? Le GM? Could GM is better than Le GM. That's that's just a fact. Right. It's just a fact. For for, like people always call LeBron this GM. He he rarely put together great teams. No, he he just got out-GM'd. And I don't I don't think well, Draymond was kind of the GM of the Warriors. You saw that whole thing. He cried in the parking lot. Um, but I guess, I mean, the, I think the we're still waiting to see about Kevin Durant as a GM. We'll see how this Nets team plays out. He didn't go sure. out there and, and, and get a need. He got LaMarcus Aldridge, who LaMarcus Aldridge just stock up self-awareness. He like <laughs> flat out said, like, I've, ne- that was the, I've never been worse defensively in my life. I think you have. Oh, he did. He said something like that. He no, no, no. He said he can he can stick with anyone. And no, he did That was the yeah. You sent me that tweet. No, somebody said that about him. I don't think. No, no, no. I have no, to. He said Marcus... I have to watch film. I can't get past how bad I was defensively. You got to watch film from the whole season, <laughs> or just last night. All right, I think this is a great what the hell internet graphic. Then, which player would would be the best? scorer or player in general in today's game tracy mcgrady gilbert arenas paul pierce joe johnson so let me ask you abe would any of the are any of these players made in test tubes would they all suck in today's game because they come from that similar era of i think we're seeing firsthand right now play out how dominant paul pierce can be in this era <laughs> like there that's the clear answer after what happened last week nobody's stock is higher nobody is thriving more than paul pierce if you think he can't tra- his game cannot translate from instagram live to the hardwood then you're not watching basketball paul pierce right we give we give Harden all this love for dominating in his ymca body and living at strip clubs mm-hmm. paul pierce could get the job done clearly yeah, so that's right. the that's literally the only answer there Okay. I went Gilbert Arenas because people don't remember Agent Zero. Yeah, I mean, he you was, used to be a Wizards fan. He was like Steph before Steph. Hibachi uh, took LeBron deep in playoff series constantly. LeBron owned the Wizards. Antoine Jameson, Karan Butler. I, I actually think this list is interesting. Normally, they'll pull, like, when they create these what-the-hell internet graphics, they'll pull, like, uh, I don't know, like players who clearly wouldn't be great for this new era, like a big man who can't shoot or something like that. But I think all four of these guys would be pretty solid. I, Joe I think Johnson the answer is actually shot T-Mac. A- I think that's the real answer. He was such a versatile scorer at all three levels. He was just dominant. And, like, his career got derailed by injuries and stuff like that. But, like, if you're looking at – exactly. Like, it's not all – not everyone is good with their money like LeBron is. But, like, yeah. there's so one Tracy, name Tracy really McGrady. missing from this. It's, like, Brandon Roy, if we're going way back like that. Darren Williams. So, Tracy McGrady, do you think he would he would 
be well in this era. Yeah, for sure. But he got drafted in 97. Shut up, Jack. I'm just saying, like, Michael Jordan won a ring in 96. There's no specific. You're you're twisting my words out out of control. Obviously, I'm head of spinning. No, I (laughs) (laughs) Shut. Just shut up. Okay. Thank you. Masters, any thoughts? It's just every year. It's just great. I was hoping that I was a little happy the other day when Rose, after day one, Rose had a four-shot lead or something, and the board tightened up day two. And then Hideki Matsuyama, I think, had like the first ever bogeyless round or something like that at the match. That can't be possible. It was some type of crazy stat like that. Someone told me yesterday, and I definitely didn't fact check them, so <laughs> you'll take that with a grain of salt. Um I hope it tightens up at the end of the day. Do you have any update on what the leaderboard looks like right now? I, I do Because not my thought actually. is, like, Matsuyama, like if, if Matsuyama was, like, Zaltoris and had this four-stroke lead, I would be a little skeptical. But Matsuyama's been around for quite some time, and I feel like he can, he can hold a four-shot lead. I don't think he's yeah, ever won so- a major, but, like, he's a veteran, and I feel like four shots on Sunday, especially when you're looking at that field, it's not like there's any, like— like Justin Rose is the biggest name up there, staring down his throat. Xander, Xander's the most interesting one. Um, he's he's four back. Matsuyama's at eleven. Zaltoris, he's the only one who's one under from that group. Rom with a strong day, Love five John. under through Love twelve, John. but going to be too little, too late. It actually looks like a lot of the top speed already bogeyed today, so we could be in a three man race. I agree with you. I think Matsuyama probably ends up winning, but if there's anyone who can catch him, I think Xander be the one and yeah i don't think i'm rooting like for his collapse but we've seen collapse at speed i'm rooting i'm not rooting for his collapse i'm rooting for 16 to 18 there to be some pressure in the final grouping right and it's like i'm I'm, I'm rooting for good television sue me we're rooting more so for like hideki to go two under through 15 someone to ball out but xander's six under, right right and do i want to you're telling me do i want to play off at augusta duh Sorry yeah. if you, whoever bet Matsuyama or whatever, like, I'm trying to watch some good television. Fair enough. All right, Eagleson, let's get let's get you in here so we can get Abe out of here because... Um, we don't need to get into it. He's, he's got to go to the Apple store or something, probably. What's going on? Uh, Not much. Spring break actually just started for me here, so that's good. Got the new semester coming up. The government decided not to move it to the end of the year, which uh, which I like, I guess. It'll be nice to have a break. I feel like that's a lot of tossing and turning from the Canadian government. Oh, you guys don't even know the half of it. It's been uh it's been interesting for sure. They've So been... what you're off school all week? Yeah, off Got school any all plans? week. Uh no, we're not really allowed to do much according to them. So mm. I guess we'll be staying at home watching the match. And they're not they're not vaccinating any of you guys up or what? uh no it's all older people and essential workers right now so you're, you're they, just in the rollout phase i'm one yeah. for two i think we went over that i got one. Oh yeah your vaccine i got one i'm halfway to being superman i get my second on friday quite excited yeah i only know uh the only people that i know like younger kids or maybe people like your guys age is like people, essential workers that's kind of it they're not giving it to younger people right now all right. All right. Anything else that we need to uh, be clued uh, in on? Mark season soon. It'll be uh, probably me? next week. Oh, Mark. Oh, this. <laughs> it sounds like that was an announcement about an announcement. Yes. Yes. That's exactly, exactly what that was. One hundred percent. You guys got to chill out with that. <laughs> now I want to announce an announcement. Yeah. Do you have anything for us? Uh nope. Well, you could make one up. Right. Yeah. 
That's like yeah. No, I'm gonna announce something in a few weeks. Yeah. Okay. There you go. That's perfect. Yeah. Cool. You did it great. Thank you. Awesome. Took it right (laughs) out of the Settlement Goodell Eagleson book. Goodell. (laughs) Settlement Goodell Eagleson are in a room. MFK. Those three. MFK. Um. <laughs> Eagleson's that was underage. a joke. Please don't. Please don't. Eagles, Eagleson's underage. Oh, like, sorry. I got to yeah. K. I'm. <laughs> um, Goodell's got a little bit more money than you, so I'm gonna marry yeah. him, and I think you and I will. Oh, one night wine and dine. <laughs> All right, there we go. Didn't want an answer, but we got one. Well, Eagleson, don't any, ask questions. Any you don't final thoughts? To. I got nothing. Uh, Austin, Austin Matthews, baby goat. Guy's awesome. Whoa. What about McJesus? Yeah. Those are fighting nope. words. He had a hat trick last night. He's just the best. He's probably the best goal scorer in the league. I got nothing else to say. Okay, that's a, that's a fib and a lie. No. Alexander Ovechkin uh, is still the best nope. goal scorer in the no. league. And he you know is... that. goal. We're talking goal scorer. Not at this moment right now. He is Jack, not. how many Capitals did you watch better. this year? I watched the, uh, their Twitter account, and every fucking night now, it's number eight. It's in, what, He must have eight goals in the past ten games. I'm not sure he's been climbing the list, but I'm pretty, uh, Matthews has sure he's leading the league in Do I goals. I need to be the hockey guy. I think he's at Matthews is at 31, and the next closest is McDavid with like 23 or something. McGee in goals. McFraud. McFraud. Jeez, boys. All right, everyone relax. Ovechkin is at 21. Mc- and what's wow. uh, what's Matthews, Matthews at? 31. Yeah, it's impressive. You just got put it in is? place, Jackson. Nah, I mean, he's still trash, but let's see. Uh, let's see. Ovechkin, three goals in his last four games. You don't see that. M- Matthews had three last night. Okay, who was he playing? The Bruins? The Sens. Okay. Ovechkin started slow, but he has been – he from March 11th, one, two, three, four, six, seven, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen games in in 30 days – it's pretty good. Not too shabby. Pretty good. Uh, oh, also shout out James Wiseman. Fast, speedy recovery for him. Torn meniscus out for the season. Abe, any last we thoughts? We announced that like 40 minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, I think, yeah. Head of losing, signing off. See you Thursday, fam. Head of winning, underdog fantasy. Appreciate you guys for supporting the pod, supporting the snapback fam. Feel like we've came came a long way here at the Snapback sure. Sports Pod for sure, uh, and only getting started. That's what they say, right? Like, what is the give us Abe like as as a final sign off for this underdog pod? Like, what is a true like cliche so that you can be thankful, but also be like, we're still you know, like hungry we're not do- hungry dogs run faster. Hungry dogs run faster. We've been the underdogs. We'll always be the underdogs. Snapback fam, much love, peace.